Hey guys, Laura here. I wanted to invite you to my Authenticity Workshop on Friday, May 24th. The title of this workshop is Authentic Expression and Why It Will Make You Wealthy. And I use the word wealthy not specifically in the traditional sense, although that's true as well, but also holistically wealthy, um, leading to a life of joy, abundance, and expansion. Because when we learn to authentically express, there's nothing more powerful. And once we learn it and we bring it to our nurse coaching practice, it echoes into over into every other area of our life. So come for this interactive workshop. It's 30 bucks. You need to register. Link will be in the bio. Thank you. Welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. On this podcast, Laura and Shelby, both board-certified nurse coaches, show you how to make as much money as you want in private practice as a nurse coach. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. It is your host, Shelby, here today. And I am joined by Mary Kay. And Mary Kay is one of our current mentees. Mary Kay is amazing. We love her. And we are here to talk to you guys about the No Challenge, which is a, uh, a, a group challenge that we run every few months within the mentorship space. And Mary Kay is our winner. And she's not like winner by like a sliver. She's like winner, winner, chicken dinner winner. She's the mega winner. Both her and Tammy kind of blew all of our expectations out of the water. We've run this challenge a few times. And um, yeah, you guys have set the bar at a new standard. But Mary Kay is the reigning champ. If we had Mary Kay, if we had one of those like big WWE wrestler belts to give you, I would totally like send one to your house. Um, maybe, maybe that's an idea for the future. But a little, a little about Mary Kay here before we get started. So Mary Kay is the owner of Restoring Tides Wellness, She or Restoring Tides Coaching, excuse me, where she specializes in coaching around burnout and positive intelligence. So welcome, Mary Kay. I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you. I'm excited to be here too. Yeah. Mary Kay, do you mind giving us a little like tidbit about you and particularly positive intelligence? That's not a uh, phrase I'm particularly familiar with. I'm curious. Yeah, I have been a nurse for 40 years. I started when I was two, um, <laughs> working mostly in um, newborn ICU, the pediatric world. And when I got into coaching, another coach asked me to do the positive intelligence program with her. And I just kind of went down the rabbit hole and just flew with it. Positive intelligence um, talks about looking at our the voices in our head that talk to us, those negative saboteur voices, and how mm -hmm. we can how we can take those because we have them all the time, but how we can take them and in a more sage, calm perspective, look at what they're telling us and not letting them sabotage or derail our daily activities and how we can mm -hmm. can go on kind of in a much more sage and positive way. Yeah. Ooh. It sounds like the more pleasant choice, Mary Kay, of like if we have to wrestle with the voices in our head, then like opting into the sage insight is the, the more pleasant option. Yeah, it it really helps me um the the thing that 
really sold it to me was seeing how I could stop that voice in its track and say, yeah, okay, I get where you're going, but I'm not going there today. And then it would just, the whole day wouldn't get derailed. It just, Mm. my day was so much easier and so much better. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. I can see a really natural segue from this framework for this mindset into the no challenge as well. So I'm excited to see how this manifested for you in this particular experience. But for those of you who don't know what the no challenge is, I want to provide a little bit of context. We, instead of challenging our mentees to go out and to sign like a hundred contracts and make a monetary goal of, you know, $100,000 in 10 weeks or something just kind of outrageous. We like to play the other side of the coin and being and asking like, how many no's can you really tolerate? And how many no's can you pursue in the next 30 days and just to really hustle and, and get after it? Um, and we rank different no's with different amounts of points um, to where like if you get a direct no versus somebody ghosting you or if somebody ghosts you for a call, like that's extra points that you get kind of like the more vulnerable your no is, the more points you accumulate. And Mary Kay, you've got over 1,100 points in 30 days. Like, so that's usually, usually the 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 range of no's is like under 100 for, for some frame of reference. Um, sometimes we get a few people that kick it over the hundred point mark. Um, but Mary Kay is like, nah, I'm going to, I'm going to shoot for over a thousand. So whenever we saw the numbers come in, my jaw just kind of like, frankly dropped. It was incredible. Um, so I'm curious, Mary Kay, what was, what was your intention going into this challenge? Whenever we, we shared it with you, um, what were your thoughts? And I'm just very curious about the opt in phase. What, what appealed to you? Um, It was also, you had this challenge in the middle of another challenge that I was in, um, the outrageous October. And I just thought, you know, I have something to prove to myself and someone else that I can do this. Um, I don't think I intentionally went in to go so far down the rabbit hole as I did. But my, Mm -hmm. yeah, my intention was to prove to myself and someone else that I, I could do this. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm curious, could you elaborate a little bit on like what the this was? Was like the this, like I can I can get a lot of no's or I can fill out a spreadsheet really well. Like what was the this part of I can I can do this? The this part was actually talking to people more than just a nod at them or kind of giving them, you know, that little eye. Um I when I first started in the mentorship and Amy asked us to, in our first group meeting, to tell something about us that no one else there would know, um, I actually said, I hate people. And I think everybody's like, okay, I want out of this. I don't want to be in this. I don't want to be in this group with her. Um, yeah. Two years ago, if you'd asked me, I would have told you I hate people. The only place I want to be is a cabin in the woods where uh, the only person I talk to is the elk eating my flowers. So I, with, with the mentorship winding down, it's like, I have got to talk to more people. I've got to get out there and get comfortable with talking to people. So this was, was actually talking to people more than just a high. Yeah. That's a pretty radical shift 
from two years ago, from not not enjoying or liking humans to talking to a lot of them <laughs> in 30 days. Uh, right. A lot of them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious, has your has your like for humans, has your enjoyment increased as you've just be stepped into being a coach and connecting with others? It has increased tremendously. I am now I'm now able to talk to people and I I look at it more as um hearing their story. Mm-hmm. I I love stories. I love to tell stories. I love to write stories and I love to read stories. So I um I kind of approached it as a way of hearing people's stories, letting them be seen and heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Um do you mind if I plug your experience at the mall here, Mary Kay, just because I know about it and I think that this would be a really cool spot to to put it here in the episode of something that you did to connect with people through the lens of hearing their story? Certainly. <laughs> um, and that was that was probably the the spot that was a little difficult to start at. And I'm like, I just need to get out there. So I made a sign that said, tell me your story. I went to the mall and sat on, they've got these nice little curved benches, sat on one of the benches close to the food court, far enough away that all you heard was kind of the din um, and it didn't distract, but sat there with a sign beside me that said, tell me your story. Um, Mm -hmm. And just as people walked by, some of them would look at me like, "Mm -hmm, yeah, I'm going to just keep on walking. Others would give me a nod. Some asked me, are you writing a book? And that kind of got the conversation going and others sat down and talked to me. Um, I told them that they had 30 minutes of my time to just tell me their story, whatever their story was. Um, Some people didn't want to tell me their story there and asked if there was another way to talk to me, which then got me their phone number or their email. And we had conversation on either the phone or on Zoom. So yeah. But it's it was, so ballsy, Mary Kay. Like, I'm still just kind of like, dang, that's that's so bold. It's so bold. Well, I was sure that 100% of the people would either give me the side eye or would walk by and just shake in their head. Mm-hmm. But I knew if I could at least get them to interact with me, I could get a no. I did not expect, I did not expect the number of people that sat and talked to me to actually sit and talk to me or the ones that weren't comfortable with sitting down and talking to me in a public space that asked for another way to talk to me to be able to tell me their story. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, tell me, tell me a little bit about that of like, I hear you in the pursuit of the no, right. Of like, at least if I could get them to talk to me, then they could tell me no. And then you could like rack up some points on the back end. Um, so I'm curious about that. What was the, was the pursuit of the no versus the pursuing of the invite to a coaching conversation? Does that feel different to you? It did then. It did then because I had maybe some tunnel vision. I didn't really think about the next step if they did want to sit down and talk to me. I thought, mm-hmm. oh, you know, 
no one's going to want to do this. It's the mall. It's a public place. Um, yeah. So, but then talking to people the and the ones that were vulnerable enough to sit down and talk to me right there, then led me on to the realization that, and and that realization I think was there in the back of my mind, but people want to be heard and they want to be seen. Mm-hmm. And just having, just walking by and having a sign there that said, tell me your story for some people was all they needed to, you know, and some of the stories were hilarious. And some of the stories were, I ended up, you know, that case manager in the back of my mind, it's like, oh, these are some services that I can, that I could possibly refer you to. <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah, my, my whole perspective kind of changed a lot doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking even from like a um, a marketing lens, Mary Kay, you know, we talk about like warm leads and cold leads and kind of like the blah, blah, blah. That's kind of like boring for me. But you took the most, the coldest leads on the entire planet. Like these people were actual strangers to you. They had no frame of reference for what you did or who you were or if there was potential for you to help them. And like you created an experience for them to be seen and witnessed and heard. And just, I I can assume that that was uh, fulfilling on your end and also deeply therapeutic for them as well. It was, it was, it was, like I said, it kind of changed my whole perspective on the world. Mm. Wow. Super casual. That's (laughs) your whole perspective on the world. Ooh. Can you tell me a little bit more about that, Mary Kay? That feels big. Well, just knowing that I could sit there and listen to somebody and they could feel heard and feel seen and go about, you know, walk away and how their day was changed. And some of those conversations were not just a one time conversation. I've seen, Mm -hmm. I've had contact with, with some of those people again to and have heard from them that that made a difference for them. You know, being a nurse for 40 years, I know I've made a difference in a ton of lives. But this just seemed this just seemed different. It just seemed different yeah. than <laughs> it wasn't saving a life, but for some of them it was exactly what they needed at that moment. Mm-hmm. And it was all because I took a challenge to go out and I thought it would be safe. These are people I don't know. So it'd be really safe to get no's from them. Yeah, totally. Totally. Ooh, well, did this translate at all? So like you went out and you got a bunch of, you interacted with a bunch of people. You, I'm assuming potentially got some no's from this experience as well. Um, but did it translate at all into into the rest of your month? I'm wondering how that that experience just shifted the rest of your challenge or if it did at all. Um, some of them took me up on the offer for a powerful coaching call. Um, some of them, you know, decided that their, you know, their conversation with me that that was enough for them. Um, two of them signed contracts with me. 
So awesome. And also, there were probably four or five that I had someone, they told someone about me, and that Mm -hmm. person contacted me. So it had its kind of its ripple effects. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. I love that. It's, um, it's like being, I think I shared this with you on our, on our session earlier this week, but it's just like being in the middle of a field and throwing a bunch of flower seeds out into, into the field. And some of them grow really fast and some of them are going to grow a little slower. Uh, but that's amazing. That's a really quick turnaround for, for referrals. It's a, yeah, it's awesome. I'm also kind of curious too, what was the hardest part of this experience for you, Mary Kay? Was there ever a moment you're like, ah, screw it. I'm going to quit. This is too hard. I actually don't really like people. I'm over (laughs) it. Uh, Was there any moments like that? I think the hardest part was because that wasn't the only thing I did. There was other things that I did. And I got quite a few calls on my books. And the hardest part was realizing that I don't have to do them all at once. I mean, I would not recommend five initial powerful conversations in one day ever again. (laughs) So going out the first time, asking the first time for the no um, was hard, but then realizing after I'd gone down the rabbit hole and had so many people, now I'm needing to honor my commitment and the time constraint. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't think far enough ahead that I could schedule them, you know, for a couple of weeks or four or five weeks or even January. I tried to get them all scheduled in a, in a pretty short time span, um, which exhausted me. Totally. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, I think every coach ever has uh, dabbled in this experience of of whenever there's like a surge, you kind of feel a little bit manic and you can't, are like, okay, I have to get everybody in as quickly as possible. The half-life of enthusiasm. And we, I remember being here as well to where you just kind of like spin out and then you <laughs> have, you know, 14 conversations in three days, I think was my highest. And I mean, for me personally, I was just not good at holding space or coaching or being present by like the 10th, the 11th, (laughs) the 12th calls. Like it was, it was really emotionally, I wasn't ready for it. I'll say that. And my husband even pointed out to me one day, he's like, you are so tired. This is why you left bedside. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's what really, it's like, oh, (laughs) my brain wanted to say, but this is different. And then I'm like, yeah, yeah, I get you. It's, I'm learning a lesson from this. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good job receiving the lesson Mary Kay, because (laughs) it would be easy to continue to be there. And your husband is so right of like, let's not go and create another stressful situation just because you like it more than you liked working in the hospital, right? Of, of this gets the chance to be different if we let it. Um, so great job listening to the nudge there. He's pretty good about that. <laughs> he can, uh, 
He can start charging you a consulting fee from time to time. If he ever gives you a good nugget of wisdom. <laughs> All right, my friend. Well, was there anything that surprised you that was like super easy about this challenge? Maybe something that you thought was going to be challenging, but turned out to be smoother than anticipated. I think once I got into it, it just the the realization that I'm really not, I, we hear this so much in the mentorship, don't be attached to the outcome, but sometimes it's really hard to process that into us. And I think the easy part was probably about after the 20th no, it was like, okay, well, there we go. I've got my no, now I can just keep going on. So realizing that no does, no's not a, you know, an X to my soul. No just is mm. a word. It's just no. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, um, I don't know if this was true for you, Mary Kay, but I hear this often of like, I'm so fearful to get my first no. Like I hear this from brand new um, coaches all the time. And I'm like, well, my, my friend, uh, we're just going to have to rip off the Band-Aid because you're going to get told no so much and so often in the world of entrepreneurship. And it only means what we make it mean, right? So it it, it can just be, um, I mean, no's for me now are just like, okay, it's just not meant to be right now, right? There's like a, a trust, a divine guidance that I lean on in those moments if I get a no. Um, but in the beginning, when people would tell me no, it would ruin my whole weekend. Like it would genuinely devastate me to where it would make me question my whole existence in coaching, you know? And um, you you move through that pretty quick, Mary Kay, of like after 20 no's, then the, the, it, it just evolved and uh, you could carry on. Like what a gift the month of October was in that sense. Yes, yes. And it, it kind of became comical because another person had challenged um, in a group that I'm in had challenged us to ask for a pizza in a place that's not a, that doesn't serve pizza just to, <laughs> you know, kind of a funny thing to do, but to get that no. And I did it twice. And both times I did it, I got a yes, which was hilarious. I, my blood sugar was low. I needed to get something to eat. I was on the road. I stopped, went into a donut shop and asked for a pizza. And she just kind of looks at me and says, Domino's is across the street, but they don't open until 11. I said, well, my blood sugar is low. And she says, hold on. And she went back and yelled at the guy in the back. And he actually brought me out this maple bacon bar with a ton of bacon on it. And he says, I'm sorry, I'm out of olives, but here's your pizza. And I'm like, that was supposed to have been a no. <laughs> and then I went into the bank um, to get some money. And she said, is there anything else I can do for you? And I said, yeah, I kind of want a pizza. And she says, oh, well, we had a we had a luncheon. What kind do you want? There's no more veggie left, but we have pepperoni. And I'm like, okay, that was oh supposed to have been a no. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I'm trying to get no's and I'm getting a yes. I will tell this story forever, Mary Kay. And I will <laughs> I will make sure to credit you. But like, what are the freaking chances of I I'm just kind of like flabbergasted. That is so funny. And like, of course, it happened that way, right? Like, of course, right. of course it did. Oh my gosh, that is so, that is so funny. If you're listening to this podcast and you are laughing out loud, 
it's your sign. Go ask for pizzas and see and see what happens. And I think that that is just such like a beautiful reminder of like, you don't know what is actually going to happen unless you ask, like unless you give people the opportunity to give you a pizza or to say yes to a coaching conversation. Like there's just no way you can actually ever know. Right, right. And sometimes when you ask, expecting a no, you get a yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I'm, I'm seriously going to think about that story for the rest of my life, Mary Kay. That's so good. It's so funny. It's just like the epitome of the point here. Uh, thanks for sharing that, that little nugget. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Well, anything about the no challenge that we haven't necessarily covered yet? Anything that you feel is worth mentioning about your experience um, or maybe even like your your greatest insight in choosing to opt in to this challenge? I think my greatest insight was choosing to opt in. It just... We, we hear no from the time that we're born almost. And mm-hmm. we just don't want to, we think we don't want to hear it, but just, just doing it. And like I said, I had, a, I had wanted to prove to myself that I could do it, but just that fear of the first, the first no's when you actually get them and then you get a yes, it's like, oh, cool. And it, it kind of helps you to, all right, well, I got a yes. Now let's see, let's go for some more no's. So I think Mm -hmm. just to get over the thought of, well, what will happen? You know, I'll get depressed um, is just to jump in and do it. And when you get the yes, it's like, this is why I did it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. We can almost like, um, what what happens if I get the no, we can mentally curate a thousand endings to that story that aren't ever true, right? We don't actually know what's going to happen if we if we just get ballsy enough to ask. And yeah, sometimes the conjured up story is way worse than what actually happens in real life. Uh, right. It's, it's not, it doesn't even compare. Uh, so, so good. So yummy. Mm. Ooh, okay, Mary Kay. Last question I want to ask you here. And I almost kind of want to ask it in a sense, um, because I think you just gave some really solid advice to other nurse coaches of like just just choose to do it anyway, even if you're nervous or scared, just just choose to opt in and see what happens. Um, but I kind of want to for just a minute focus on bringing that version of Mary Kay to the table two years ago, the one that did not like people that wanted to be at a cabin in the woods and, you know, only talk to the elk that ate her garden flowers. Um, Do you have any like words of wisdom for her? I think I would tell her just to keep doing it and to, and to stretch, to take that step and find her place. And I think that's what I did with, you know, taking a a course to learn how to be a coach and then, you know, stretching into the mentorship and being with people that I didn't know who were also doing the same thing. So I think 
I would tell her and anyone out there thinking, can I do this is just do it. Just keep taking the steps and keep stretching just that little bit. Um, and pat yourself on the back when you get the yes. Mm. And don't worry about the, don't get depressed over the nose. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah, Mary Kay, you're kind of like the best poster child for how coaching can radically change your life. And you're just, you. it's like you jumped into a whole new timeline here, right? Of, of opportunities and experiences. Um, okay, and I lied. I have one more question for you. Is there any, is there anything that you want to celebrate um, about your no challenge in the sense of like, I know that you had some really epic contract sign during this time. Is there any, mm-hmm. is there any way that we can just celebrate with you over like a really tangible win, either emotionally or, or logistically? I think for me, celebrating is, would be the yeses that I got. I mean, I had, I had so many, I sent out so many emails. I had some of them that I couldn't even, you know, I, I tried to make sure that I could get a read receipt. I just, everything that I did, just, I just want to celebrate that in all of those no's, there were contracts signed and some of them yeah. were, some of them were for more than, I mean, when we first started, we're told about, you know, start this way. And I, without this, I would not have the clients on my books that I have. I would not have done, signed the contracts that I signed for, you know, the, a couple of contracts I signed were for six months. Um, a couple yeah. of contracts I signed were, you know, I, I just made an outrageous offer and more than what we would normally think about and got a yes for it without, without pushback. So yeah, I, I just, I want to celebrate that I was able to get yeses in all of the no's. There were many more no's than there were yeses, but there were definitely, there were definitely yeses and there were contracts signed because of those. Yes. Yes. Very potent yeses at bat, like really right. outrageous yeses. And um, we are just so stinking proud. Again, we're so proud of you of like the effort that is required to pull something off like this. Like in order to have outrageous yeses to an outrageous offer, you have to like really dream and play big. And you did exactly that, Mary Kay. Like I'm really just so uh, I'm like at a loss for words, but I'm just so impressed with with your effort and the payoff and the turnaround. And I'm so proud of you. And thank you for sharing your experience and um, your story with us here today, because I know that there are people listening to this that just like need a pep talk from someone who just experienced it. Right. And you are just really fresh on the other side of of this challenge. And I know it will inspire lots of movement in our community. Thank you. Yeah. All right, team. Well, thanks for joining us today. Um, If you want to connect with Mary Kay or find her information, that's all going to be in the link below. Um, And we'll, we'll make sure that it's easy to find her in the, in the long run. Um, But thanks again, Mary Kay, for being here. We super appreciate you and we will 
See you all next week, same time, same place. In the meantime, come join us in the Facebook group, The Successful Nurse Coaches. And we'll we'll see you on the flip side. Bye, everybody.